KDUS AM 1060 Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix is brought to you by AC by J Heating, Cooling, Plumbing and Drains. This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? James Out West on a special Tuesday. September 6, 2022, in the house without Pat the Stat Guy, so we have nobody to hold us accountable. Without Aaron on the other side of the glass, John's here. Thank you very much, sir. Mr. Ryan Rooks, how are you doing? How was your weekend? I'm doing good. It's hot. Dude, it is getting it, it is pretty unbearable right now. It's 109, 110. I got into my truck to go uh, pick up the sun from baseball practice, and uh, it was 136, it said on my thermometer. I know, obviously, that's not correct. That's just the inside heat. But, yeah, it's hot. Um, had a great weekend. We had a, a birthday. Had quite a few birthdays within the family, so we did kind of one big party. Um, yeah, it was fun. What about you? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Pretty good weekend. Um, had another fantasy football draft. Yeah. Had, you me. know, house stuff, you know, all that good stuff. But, all that fun stuff. But you want to bet? Right? Yeah, yeah. In college football, obviously, we had Ohio State play in Notre Dame. They didn't cover, but they won. Somehow, you are <sighs> ranked two. You play team five. You beat them by double digits. Don't cover. You oh, fall in the, You fall They didn't in, cover. You that fall was, in I, the polls. So, I text you because I had a five-leg parlay, or excuse me, four-leg parlay, and they were the only ones that didn't cover. You know, it's only an easy 400 bucks, but it's it's no big deal. It was a free bet, so it's it's... That's always fine. nice. Speaking yeah. of, I had, yes, I did. I hit a college football bet of a, um, what was it, a six-leg, seven-leg parlay, plus 2,000, so that was nice. And then I had one that was plus 15,000 that if Auburn just could have done what they were supposed to do and beat the team oh. by 38 and a half points. They were up 38 at the end of the third quarter, up 38. I'm like, okay, so they're going to win by 42, 45, more by it. Did not happen. Went into getting a massage, came out from the massage, not Sean Watson, came out from the massage, and found out that I lost the bet. So you was, had to uh, add that in there. Listen, like, that's a clause. That's, we have to speak of these things oh these my, days like oh that. My so, gosh. Okay. so yes, I had a good weekend. Also, good. had a very good. Now we have NFL starting this Thursday, but this We're, past Thursday, yes, ASU had their home opener against the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona University. So we kind of teased this last week, and we said we didn't really want to talk about it too much, but we got some passes. Are you a pass? James got to go to the A's. Yeah, so I was lucky enough that we um, got a press box pass to cover the ASU NAU game for, for James out west and for uh, Good Vibes Media. Shout out, yep. Good Vibes Media. Um, it was pretty amazing. It was obviously it's the first time I've ever done that. So I wanted to be as professional as possible. I wanted to kind of, you know, just kind of uh, like Seth Rogue, uh, just uh, observe and report. So I wanted to just kind of stay out of everybody's way. You should um, see the notes. And if you haven't already, check out jamesoutwest.com because he wrote an amazing article. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty long, but it was my feelings on it. It was interesting to see, like, just how everything works from getting in through a different place than most, you know, people do. Going through security a different way. Being able to take a bag in. Being able to take your own food in. Learn That's that. A, yeah. Learn that. That had been nice. Although the crafts table was not that bad. They had hot dogs and grilled chicken sandwiches. Right? Yeah, the picture had, you sent me of the hot so, dog yeah. and the laptop and you sitting and up cookies there. And yeah, some coffee it's, it's, and a water. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, it was interesting to hear. It is a uh, for the PA announcer to come on and say that the press box is a working press box and nobody is to be cheering or clapping. 
Like, this is professional. Don't show your fandom. Do your business. And pretty everybody did. I mean, there was a couple of times where guys got hit. I was going to say, that would be kind of hard. guys got hit. Well, yeah, when guys got hit, you're like, ooh. But you got to remember, too, the other team's media is in there as well. Correct. So, you know, it's just about being respectful because it is. They are there to do a job. They're not there as fans. You don't want anybody to get heated or have anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, absolutely. It makes sense. You got to be professional. And that's a very, very professional setting to where you're actually covering the game, which is really, really impressive. And this was a big step for... For our show, yeah. and building our, our our brand, yeah, and so this was really really cool. So I'm I'm proud of you for actually getting this done. Thank you. Um, you're going to be going back for Eastern Michigan and Utah, Utah in the and next the rest of the two or three weeks. Games, yeah, yes, that's awesome. So minus the one in October, and we'll talk about that when that time comes. So yeah, it was well, it was incredible. It was a lot of fun. Um, we'll do it more, and you know, next year if we do this right, next year they allot me a little bit more, and we can bring more well, of our presence there. And be seen around that because there's other things we want to cover. So uh, be on the lookout. Things are growing. Things are building. Getting stronger. So real quick before we transfer over just about how hot we were talking about it, I have to give a <laughs> shout out to DV Baseball, my son, and the Devils, 14 and under. That's his club team. They are practicing literally right now. They are running sprints. And it is hot. And this is his first Two a day. So he has two different teams, back-to-back practices. He's been practicing for four hours now. Uh, so shout out, because that's that's commitment. Epsom Salt, brother. That'll be your best friend. <laughs> Epsom Salt will be your best friend. We went through Even so many. Even if you're many, 15 years old. The, the, between the practices, it was a subway. It was all the uh, pH water and Gatorade. It, you know, got to do the stretching. Hey, fantastic, though. It's keeping him busy, keeping him occupied. As long as he loves it. But yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> That's exactly what it is right there, as long as he loves doing it. Yeah. Because when it becomes about the parent or it becomes about, you know, fulfilling somebody else's expectations when it comes to that, then it's no longer fun. Correct. I will always push so. him to, to grow and, and be better. But you once he ever says no, then it's like, okay, we'll take take that step back. We don't need to do this. This is for you. Um, so, but let's get into some, we've had some interesting kind of funny news. We heard a little bit from Tom Brady. That was interesting to hear from Tom talk What'd about. What would you think about that? Because- I have he's my been pretty real. I mean, look, he's got a lot of stuff going on, whether it was planned, whether it wasn't, whether there's reports that, you know, she packed up and walked out. You know, people have so a lot of things. So let's reference this correctly. So we're talking about he was on a podcast. Was it this morning or yesterday? It was yesterday. Okay. So he kind of explained more so about the 11 day hiatus and pretty much explained that, you know, he does have a lot of stuff going on, kind of like with that first speech. It's not like he's 25 where he's really committed to football. Um, where his life, he breathed, eat, slept, drank football is what he said, right. I believe. Um, now he's 45. He has a family. He has a, f- a freshman in high school. He has a 12-year-old. He has a 9-year-old he's daughter. Got a real he's got a lot of stuff going on. Problems he like also else has, has parents. And there's we stuff going on in life. No Giselle, no wife. Nothing was brought up with that. There's been rumors that now she's in a different country right now. And well, but that doesn't matter, some, but big deal. Who cares? She traveled, but isn't she an international model? It's so to be an international I, I think, model, don't I you have to travel? Don't, don't you know. have to travel internationally? I'm I don't just, know. Who cares? Maybe she's maybe she thought she because he was gonna retire, she's like, Okay, I'm starting this back up. You need to be home because you already committed to this. So he had to take some time off, right? Maybe I don't I know. Mean, Who knows? Here's the thing. Who it cares? doesn't like, matter. He looks good. He looks like revenge Tom Brady right now. Look, it's going to be curious. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. If if if, if there's anybody in the league currently, because I told Peyton Manning that as well, that could 
literally block out every distraction in the world (laughs) and focus on football and be the best that he can be on the field, it's Tom Brady. So I don't. He was I don't two think, steps away from being the MVP last year. Look, I hate to bring him up, but if Russell Wilson can turn into the alter ego, Mr. Unlimited, and be able to block out all the noise that's in his world that he creates and, and is able to play the way he plays on the football field, I think Tom Brady's going to be just okay. And I still think fine. you have a secret crush on Russell Wilson. No. You no, really no. do. It's okay. Um, but it, it's it's really interesting, and I think the way that this could play out is this could be where he is going to be on a mission. He always is. What are you talking but about? Like, but he's like, always on a mission. I think he wants to win the Super Bowl and then be done this year. That's what he wanted to do last year. Correct. But there was something they about it. He never wants win. to give up. He doesn't want to give up. But it also could be a huge distraction that to where, like, what if he needs to take more days off? Like, I'm not saying that Tom Brady has ever been a distraction ever. But this is coming up at the beginning of the season. If... T- Again, if anybody can do this, it would be him. Correct. And nobody can say anything about it because now here's the thing. He wouldn't, I don't think when it comes to the season that he would even do something like that because he is too invested in his team. When it's that, when it's that time, no, CJ, I do not love him. Okay. Uh, Shout out CJ with the text. I got it on my watch. I'm moving up in the technological world. I didn't see that. Thank you very much. Um, No, I I think he'll be just fine. Now, his offensive line is not just fine. No, they've they've gotten a little bit leaner but on offense can, and a little he, lean on defense. Does that, with the emergence of New Orleans and their defense still being very good and them having their number, is there a little bit of a dent in the Tom Brady machine? Probably. Will that make a difference in them winning the division? I don't know. If you saw in preseason with what he did and like how quick his release is sure. coming out of what the scheme that they're going to run, we've never been worried about his skills. It's not. I, I don't think it's going to matter. It's the that, same. That offensive line. He's he's had horrible offensive line. He's been in the league for twenty three years. He's seen the best of it and he's seen the worst of it. So, what he was showing just in that small little pocket that we saw when he was off and then just barely came back and then played. Come on, it's still Tom Brady. I mean, maybe. Aaron Rodgers can get him some ayahuasca and not, <laughs> like nah. it's, it's too late now. But Tom like, naturally stays elevated, just naturally, from breathing techniques and how is his that wife's not, a witch. That's natural. All of those things. I, I, he's just fine. Listen, they'll be just fine. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? No, but they will be just fine. So will Tom. Not worried about. They're it. up there in the in the rankings though, as far as chances. Let, let, to- let's let's segue to. You're going to like this parallel. And to the other old people that are playing at tremendously high levels, Albert Pujols, real quick. We don't talk a lot of baseball, ladies and gentlemen, but Albert Pujols has been on a home run tear this last about six, seven weeks that he's creeping up on Alex Rodriguez for four number all time, fourth, and he's about four or five home runs away from the 700 club. And didn't judge he's just been, I feel like he's been playing since 1989. <laughs> I mean... The fact that he did he play served. with Mark McGuire? Did he play with Mark McGuire in in St. Louis? I'm, I'm not joking. Yes, weren't Mark, they? Right? Yeah, they, uh, they played together for a little bit, right? Correct. I, again, not very big on baseball with that, but I think so. But having, a, I hope he sticks around to break the to get into 700. Even if that means he plays next year sparingly, and I think next year the DH opens up to uh, universal DH. So why wouldn't you stick around? And then the second one would be Serena Williams. We don't talk tennis, but we talk greatness. What? Yes. Serena Williams, 23 Grand Slams or major titles. Um, I was watching that live at dinner with Teresa. Shout out, babe. We were having a nice dinner watching that. The ending of an era. Uh, the greatest of all. Probably, well, I would say this. She's 
top three greatest tennis player of all time, male or female, and you can argue with where she would be. I mean, she was that dominant, that great of an athlete. It was also a- the the fact of her racing with what she did for that sport. It was very much to, to Tiger Woods and changing the game and actually getting different people into the sport. Young, I mean, I'm speaking of the youth. They saved um, so the it's, sport. It's amazing. Um, but also, by the way, they did play in 2001 together. They actually homered together. So that yes. is fantastic. Yes. All right. So this other break, we're going to get into the AFC breakdown. AFC North, AFC South. What? See what Rooks thinks. I'm sure he's wrong. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix. Home of the Dan Patrick Show and NAU Lumberjacks. Please come back. Carving out time in your afternoon for the Doug Gottlieb Show, right here on KDUS AM 1060, 100.7 HD2, and KDUS1060.com. Weekdays from 1 to 3 p.m. Welcome back to James Out West. Featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you as always, CJ, bringing us back. James Out West, Ryan Rooks on this Tuesday evening. It's dark out, but I know it's still hot. So not looking too thrilled at having to walk out of it. I mean, this studio <laughs> is so cold, which is nice. I mean, I think they keep I think they I think they hang meat in here at night <laughs> before Bales comes in here. It seriously. is cold in here, but it, it does feel good. I mean, as opposed to being in 110. I mean, this is what you do when you live out here, right? You're you either in the inside. pool or you're in AC or you're going to the mall, going to the movies. Even like the pool is 98 degree water. No, we actually, we jumped, in in the, we jumped in the pool last night, and for whatever reason, I don't know, it was like colder than it was the last two days. That's weird. Mine was warm. I was in Sunday. I was like, okay. I mean, I it was fantastic. I'm glad we have one and was able to use it. But, man, I was like, this is not – you had to get out to get Maybe like, it was relief. just so hot it was just so refreshing. And <laughs> there was a, there's, if there's a good enough breeze coming off of South Mountain, it's it works. So, fantastic. Um, well, speaking of the South, we'll start there. That's a transition. Wait, real quick. <laughs> South, that was, that was great. I'm, I'm really, really curious if you heard this story because not a lot of people have heard this. So do you hear about this whole thing about how Derek Carr reached out to Devontae Adams? Yes. How this kind of like. Yeah, you were going over this before the show. Right. Okay. So, but then Devontae Adams made a statement saying, we almost died together. People don't even know that. So that was a really interesting like statement that made me like, okay, I got to research and figure out what the heck happened. Mm -hmm. So way back when, when they were in uh, college together, they went white uh, river rafting. Mm -hmm. And I guess it got pretty uh, harrowing and uh, almost died. Listen, they went to Fresno State. Those two could have almost died walking in and out. <laughs> That's true. Fresno, All right. Fresno is, is, Shout ah. out Fresno. And if you're from around there, you know, stay out of the ABCs. You know. But it's it's an interesting story because you know when you go through something like that with a brother, that is something that you have a bond and a different level because you know who's going to stick with you through the thick and thin right. in those moments. So I think that that's something that really did have to play with you know, the Raiders making that big move and him just reaching out and Devonta being like, yep. Well, they live next to each other in the offseason. They always have. So they've, yeah, they've been working out this entire time together regardless of everything that's happening now. So it's it's one of those things that it's like we got the opportunity. He was able to do what he wanted to do in Green Bay. And frankly, if you're asking me and you, can, you make the amount of money you can make and you can choose to either play with – you got two great quarterbacks, one that's more distinguished, but one that's younger. Yep. And one is in one of the – most fantastic cities to go to. I don't know about living in, but to go to. But it's a warm, playing in a brand new stadium inside. indoor, 
and you get to play with your dude. I mean, I can see why. And they're a good team. It's not like they went to ja- he went to Jacksonville or he signed in Houston. Yeah. He signed with a team that has a legitimate chance that they can make it out of their division. What they did, I mean, they can make a run to the Super Bowl. They're in the toughest division in football this year. It, it, last year was the NFC West. Now it's the AFC West. However, you have Renfro on the other side, and you also have Waller, and then Adams. Like, are you kidding me? This is going to be a lot for Derek Carr to have. If you can get a decent run game going and opening those things up, yeah. And listen, am I am I overly a little overly optimistic for the Raiders because we are home with the Raiders? Maybe, but maybe not. Am I talking myself into it? Bowers, maybe. You know, maybe I, not. I, I have that. Do love we for believe him. in in Josh McDaniels that much? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. So what? it remains to be seen. But <clears throat> either way, it, that's an interesting. I just story. thought it was an interesting story. I to like. Share. Uh, I haven't heard a lot of people even bring that up. And when I saw that, that's probably I, the first I time had, it was mentioned. I had to research it, and so definitely had to go through it. So. Um, we might as well talk about this because since we're talking about Vegas already, Formula One is going to be in Vegas in 2023, and they're going to be going down the strip mm-hmm. and then back up and around. Formula One in downtown Vegas, are you kidding me? This is going to be epic. We're six hours from there. Epic or how listen, many? Listen, I, the, the amount of police force that will have to be there, security, the walls to that keep will be built, everything to keep all these yahoos. That are on the strip that have been drinking all day, day drinking all day. What? Not that it's not a bad thing, because in Vegas, it's a great thing. Day drinking in Vegas is fantastic. But cars going 200 miles an hour down the strip, you can't have some Yahoo from Margaritaville with a two-foot-long pina colada stumbling out into the street and getting eviscerated. Or even throwing bottles into the... Yeah. I mean, then how are you going to see it? So what's the purpose of having it? Are you going to have just plexiglass that's going to reach up to the ceiling? Are this you going to have nets be, like all the, all the way I over? I do not so that, know like, how going to do it. Because if there's a crash, and like if you've seen oh. some of those Formula Ones where they, they pop up and they fly, they're going so fast. If there's anything, like if a bottle, if they hit one tire off of a 40-ounce <laughs> bottle, they're flying. A 40-ounce <laughs> bottle. I'm not joking. The people, the people the coming sm- off the strip, the side streets. <laughs> just, just throwing out. Coming off the corner of Sahara. Coming out of the CVS on the e English bottle. Yes. Like, this is what could, I, I don't know. I just think it's really, really interesting. And It'll be a spectacle. We can say that. And everything in Vegas is a spectacle. They do it, they do it big and they do it often. So. so let's start there. Let's start in the AFC West. Okay. Let's do it. Because it's obviously the most competitive, the most... Uh, you know, all the buzzwords. It might the be, biggest, the, the, it might be the greatest. It might be the greatest division that we've ever seen. I mean, based on the quarterback playing potential and what they have and had and all that, yeah, it's very, very, very tough division, one through four. But a couple of years ago, the AFC North was that way. A couple of years before that, they, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of... T- a lot you know of seeing? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm There's saying? a lot of these divisions that have teams that can go one through four that are tough. AFC West in particular, obviously, because Kansas City is still Kansas City. Pat Mahomes is still very, very, very good. They're still very good. Did you, is it? Are they going to make up for Tyreek Hill though? So yeah. Let's start there. So let's let's go there first. Okay. So Kansas City. So they lost Tyreek Hill. Yep. They added Juju. Yep. They added uh, Marcus Valdez. Valdez Gandal. Yep. MVD. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, are they good Sky enough? Sky Moore. Uh, 100%. I have them going 12-5. and five. Now, look at their schedule. The, their, three of those five games are going to lose to division opponents on the road. Okay. So, the other two games I had them losing, I think I have them losing to Buffalo in season at home. Okay. And then I think I have them losing, let me see if I even, I don't even know if I kept them. Yeah, I did keep them up. 
I think I had them losing to um No, they got I had them getting the Rams. Yeah, dude. I I think they're going to lose 5 games. They're going to Oh, they'll beat the maybe the Green Bay. You know, I don't It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. I I got to see this team because it's 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 going to be a different view cuz there's not going to be a lot of the huge downhill they're going to have a lot of crossing routes i believe they're going to do a lot of trickery i think oh the offense will be fine i think they're going to get more out of it i think but is Pat it going to is going to have a more prolific season this year without Tyreek Hill i know that sounds crazy you think he still goes over 5000 yards i think he's going to throw close to 50 touchdowns you think so? I think he's gonna throw forty-five touchdowns or so. Yeah, seriously. He's here's the thing. He just can't rely on the on the cheetah. I was calling the rabbit. The cheetah. <laughs> that'd be disrespectful. Shout out Travis Benjamin, the rabbit. Uh, so many downhill shots. You don't have to. He's gonna spread the ball out more, and they're going to. That's why I think the the run game for this team is gonna be very important. So whether it's you know Edwards Alaire or it's you know Pachenko, I mean by the name itself. He should be a superstar. So yeah. I can see Pachenko out of the backfield. So I think that they're gonna have. They're going to be smooth sailing. I don't think it's going to matter. It's going to make Pat become a better, complete quarterback than always knowing he has that escape button down the down the field if he just buys enough time because that guy is faster than everybody else. It's going to make him. It's going to make him become a better quarterback. That sounds crazy thinking of how good Pat Mahomes is, but it will make him become a better quarterback. If he's not, then not going to win the thing. division. Here's the thing. Honestly, I I disagree with you. And but what you're saying, the growth that we've seen of Pat Mahomes is incredible so quick like how amazing like he was very much he changed the game where like Steph Curry changed like the three-pointer for the NBA right right like, there's a lot of different players that have changed the game Aaron Donald is changing the game like he's the number one player in the NFL as far as as a defensive player like this is crazy we've never seen a guy like this that is that strong that fast I wouldn't be shocked if he grows and actually has a better season. So you're agreeing goes, with me. I could see 11 and 5. 11 and 6, then, because 12 and 5. Or excuse me, 11 and 6. Okay. All right. What about the Still Raiders? Still not used to that. Gosh dang it. We what gotta... about the Raiders? Okay. So we talked about. you start since your family's more Raiders fans than we are. So I grew up, I, I've been to a ton of Raiders games. I've been to more Niners games, obviously. I'm, I'm a bigger Niners fan, but my uncles would always take me. And I, I've. Love the Raiders. I've had so many signatures because I've been able to go to so many different events. This year, I think, is probably one of the most hyped years that I've seen Raiders fans. The Getting Devontae Adams, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Being able to keep Waller. Being able to have Renfro. Chandler Derek, Jones. Getting Chandler Jones. Like, Derek Locking Carr. Up Crosby. Lo- yeah, Derek Carr coming in confident and having his boy – I mean, there's a lot that is here. Now, they lost Marcus Mariota, if there's anything that as far as that backup, that that he had some really good times, but he also had some really bad times for the Raiders, but he definitely stood his ground. I like the Raiders this year. How many games you got them winning? I think 12. I see I have 11 and 6. Yeah. And I, I can see it. I can see the flip of the coin, but to me, that means either Kansas City or the Raiders, one of them swept somebody. And I have, I literally have all four teams going three and three. I know it's kind of chalk, but I have all three teams basically winning at home against one another because the quarterbacks are just too good. The quarterbacks are just too good. One through four, all four teams have legit elite Pro Bowl level, top 10 caliber, arguably top eight caliber quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing that, like, obviously, this is why we keep talking about how they're going to be the best division. We know this looking at it. 
We just got to see it. Actually, we we're all on paper right now. I mean, we've seen a little bit in preseason, but nobody's really playing. Well, and I like the Raiders' schedule to be honest a little bit better. I mean, just from from me looking at it, going okay, they've got yes, they're on the road to the Chargers, and then they come home for the Cardinals. That'll be a good game, but I mean, the Cardinals. I don't I don't know that they're going to beat the Raiders at home. This Raiders team. Yeah, that's true. At Tennessee, okay. Denver at home. At Kansas City. Houston, New Orleans, Jacksonville, the Colts. Like they have very winnable. They should be in they should be in every single one of these games. If not win these games. New England's in here. They're at Pittsburgh. They're gonna have it'll be a tough sled, but I think eleven games can happen. Ten ten maybe, but I think eleven. It's very interesting to see how the AFC West is going to shape up. We still have two more teams in this division to cover. We've got Mr. Unlimited and the Denver Broncos. Uh, Mile High, Herbert. new owner. New owner. The, the Walmart owns them. So Gosh, Walmart, He has more money to spend than any other NFL owner. So, so much money yeah, that he could call Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell. And we still got the LA Chargers with Herbert. I know, and they beefed up on defense, yeah, This dude. is going to be interesting. Again, again, best in the NFL. On the other side, we'll finish up this division. You listen to KDUS 1060 Phoenix, home of Dan Patrick and NAU football. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. James Out West, Ryan Brooks on this Tuesday. Total... Uh, Brain fart. Tra- just, transparency. I have a fantasy football draft that started three minutes ago. I just jumped in, and no joke, no just, joke, I'm on the clock. He's just like, oh, my gosh, oh, and my gosh, a, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Oh, and it might be the third round, so I might have auto-picked through the first two rounds oh, already. Wow. wow. Is that true? Yep. Either way, it doesn't matter. All right, um, so let's, let's finish off. Let's get into the AFC West, still... finish it off. We got Denver and we got the Chargers. I'll let you start with Denver first, sir. I don't like... I think Denver is going to have an exciting year as far as, you know, having Russell Wilson, your favorite player in the NFL, being there, Judy there. They have some weapons. There's some excitement. They have a good defense. They're also in a really hard division. And their schedule's not that bad, but also I don't see them. I say nine to ten games. Nine to ten games. I say they're going to be last in the division. For the Denver Broncos. Broncos. I couldn't agree with you more. I also have them going nine and eight. Their schedule's tough. Yeah. Their schedule's tough. I mean, so they have Seattle coming out of it. So that's going to be fun and interesting. Um, then Houston, San Francisco, Vegas, Indianapolis, the Chargers, then the Jets, Jacksonville, Tennessee, then Vegas again. Then Carolina, then Baltimore, well, then Kansas City, tough. Arizona, then the Rams, then Kansas City. <laughs> They have a tough, and then tough the Chargers. schedule. So, so yeah. we, we both agree that Denver. They might not even. Last. They might even be eight wins. I like mean, they it, could, but I mean, I'm not going to argue one game over the other. Just with eight or nine, but I see correct. more nine. I see eight the not eight and nine more than I do see nine and ten. If that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Chargers, now they they got significantly better on paper because they got a couple of guys back from injury. They went out and. Science of free. They went and got uh, Khalil Mack. Let's not forget that. Justin Herbert's in another year of this system to be even better of a player than he is. They've got Mike Williams. What? They got Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. Like they've got dogs. Yeah. This team is going to be very good. If you look at their schedule, 
they too should probably I have them going 10 and 7. So I was looking at the schedule in the break and this is what it's going to be hard because I they have some really tough games as well. But I I I don't want to say 11 but I I think 10 or 11 is where they're they might win 10 if they if they are on a roll then they'll get that 11th win. I yes, don't, I, yes, yes, it could happen. And it would come down to the end of the season because you look at who they play week 18. I mean, everything's division. Exactly. So that's where it's just like it's going to really depend on injuries. It's going to depend on who's who's balling in this league. Who wants to take that next step? Is Herbert going to become that MVP that he, a lot of people think he could be? You brought up Derek Carr possibly being the MVP this year. There's that dark horse. I mean, Russell Wilson wants to hustle and, you know, what what's his new slogan now? What, I haven't heard uh, it. It's I, I haven't know, heard whatever it. Whatever it is. CCJ, I don't love them. We talk about with Patrick Mahomes making this next step with these new receivers. Like all of these quarterbacks are legitimate, like you said, top eight quarterbacks. Yeah. So we got, I think if I'm going to go break this down, I think the Raiders will win this division. I think the, the Chargers will come in next, Kansas City, and then Denver. Okay, and I have it basically the exact same, but well, not the exact same, exact same, but flip. Would you flip the I two in the middle? I got Kansas City winning it. Oh, Raider. I have I have Kansas City going twelve and five. Raiders going eleven and six. Okay, and I got the Chargers going ten and seven. So it's just going to come down. But I do think all three of those teams make the playoffs. All right. So I think two of the three wild cards come out of the AFC West. Okay, so let's go to the next one. Which one are we going to do? Let's hop in real quick because here's here's the thing. We don't really care that much about the AFC South, so we can kind of breeze through it pretty quick. CJ, that's hilarious. Prove it. I just did prove it. I don't love him. I didn't know what he was talking about. Anyways, uh, AFC it's, South. Oh, it's less listen, ride. Listen. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what you know, it is. <laughs> unfortunately, as much as I'd love to dunk on him for that, that's not his fault that the PR team did that and released behind the scenes of him taking five, ten cuts of of saying let's ride. But it was the very much of the uh, young and the restless soap opera acting that he did to do it. That made it even more impressive. It's so a- I don't feel too bad for him in that regard. But the AFC South, just like I don't feel too bad for them, for him, I don't feel too bad for them. The AFC South's pretty weak. Tennessee's pretty good, but did they maybe take a step back, losing A.J. Brown? They still have Tannehill. He's a year older. Is Have they figured their offense out, so to speak? You know? You've got Jacksonville still rebuilding. you got Houston still rebuilding. Indy went and got themselves a guy in Matt Ryan. That probably has two Former good MVP. seasons left. Probably has two good seasons left. It's Jonathan indoor. Taylor, probably the best running back right now, at least. Arguably, yeah, he's one of the best running backs in football. Okay. Then defense. Defense, they got better. They signed guys. They brought guys in. They brought in on offense. They've gotten better. They've drafted well. That team doesn't mess around. They have a they have a nice schedule. But even with that, still, I only have them winning. I have them ten and seven, winning their division. Tennessee being ten and seven. But not winning the division in Tennessee, not making the playoffs. I think they'll they'll lose that in some way, shape, or form when it comes to uh, like you know all their tiebreakers and things of that nature. So Houston, we I would think we both agree are going to be in last place. Five and twelve. No, I have them five and twelve. Yeah. Okay. So Jacksonville, I do think will make a step up. I think Trevor Lawrence will make a step up. I think that they're they're going to be able to build, but it's still like another two or three years out. I don't think I think they'll be in third. I think this division is going to come down between Indy and Tennessee. I do believe that Indy is going to win this division this year. Tennessee is going to take that step back. It's really, really hard to believe in Derrick Henry again. Like, this guy has been proving it and is a beast, but he's getting so much older. 
with Ryan Tannehill and with what what's going to happen? Like, is this offense going to explode? That I don't I don't remember. S- they have a rookie quarterback sitting back there that the fans really like that he, who is not ready. By the way, nope. he is not ready. If you watch the preseason games for every highlight that they showed of Malik Willis, which I think is going to be a very good player, he needs the time to sit and learn. And if they can run packages for him, great. But the inconsistencies were there just as much as those highlights you saw. Right, and it that's going to happen. But I just hope that they don't run on them too quickly and say, "Hey, you know, we're the we're smartest you know decisions." I mean? If you want to keep a quarterback that you drafted for 10, 15 years, is to sit him for a year or two. That's how like it, you'll build that. That's what I'm hoping with Trey Lance and what we saw is going to work. I really just hope that they Kyle Shanahan believes in him and doesn't go straight back to Jimmy G with that new signing. But, Which but, we won't get into that. We'll no, keep that yeah, for the podcast, well, yeah, we'll that but that's later. really interesting. Um, okay, so yeah. the AFC South. I mean, what, where do you see? Do you do you see any disparity with what we've gone over? No, I think that, Houston, I think it's, I think bad. honestly, that's the easiest one to decide. I think the one we just went over was the hardest with the AFC West. I think what we just went over now is the easiest. I think with these next two, we kind of have an idea, but it's really going to depend on. You know, are we going to have some big news in Baltimore here before, you know, Saturday night? And I don't even think it matters. If they don't get a deal done, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters either because I believe Lamar believes in himself. But they don't have the same weapons, and they're going to be doing a little bit of different things. And is he going to try and push it? Is he going to? Listen, CJ. All right, I'm talking to you real quick. I know we got a lot of people listening, but I'm talking to you real quick. That is hilarious that you deep dive for a – yes – Hard land of America did not work out so well. I understand that. I agree. Again, bad marketing. Bad marketing. Bad advertising. Whoever let that go all the way through the top, and they're like, you know what? Let's run with that as a tagline. Probably got fired. But you're right. It didn't work out so well. Neither did Let's Ride moving on. Did you just get, like, backslapped by my wife? I mean, I mean a little text? bit there. That's hilarious. That's, that's, I mean, that's a deep hey, cut. That's a deep cut. Hey, um, hey, I can't be mad at that. Well, like, no, because she represents better than you We're do. old. Oh, see, wow. See how, see how we do that, that now, there? Now it's another backhand. All right, let's do AFC North because I think AFC East is going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so AFC North, this is your division. So why this don't we start with your, your team with the Cleveland Browns? Do you know what sounds crazy is with looking at their schedule and obviously they don't have – Deshaun Watson, the first 11, 12 games, whatever. Um, 11 games. I, I have them going 9-8 and eight just because they basically could have went 9-8 and eight last year, and it was a bunch of dysfunction. I think the team is better defensively. They're better everywhere on offense except for the center and the quarterback. The two major, major, <laughs> you know, two, two big things, important. but I think they're going to be able to run and do what they need to do to be the guy. Um, I'm not concerned with that. It's just they have a tough schedule down the line. They have a tough schedule. They really do. So to me, I like the idea of nine and eight. They're not going to make the playoffs. I'm not going to homer myself into this going, you know, they're going to be good. I really don't think they're going to be that good, but I think they're going to be competitive enough to be nine and eight. And if the ball bounces, you know, one way or the other, maybe they do, but I, I highly doubt it. But I have basically the whole division going nine and eight except for Baltimore. I think they go eleven and six. I think Baltimore's on the resurgence and has no problem getting back into the fold of things. Last year was an anomaly for them and as much as I hate it. Lamar Jackson's really good. He got bigger, stronger, faster. What, 18 pounds of I muscle mean, and faster. So to me, to me, I'm I'm less they're gonna be back on track. I think Cincinnati's still good, but they're gonna fall back to kind of where they should be. And Pittsburgh doesn't have losing seasons. So even though Mitch Trubisky's their starter, like like I said, he was gonna be. I'm glad they're I had you gonna start still this. be nine and eight. 
Okay, so you just you broke it down pretty much what everything you sorry just went no that's fine I'm on the clock in my draft no we got yeah you got to be on it I'll, I'll talk through all this so with Cleveland I think you guys are going to end up in third in this division um, I, I believe right around that eight nine games I think Pittsburgh's going to be the last place Trubisky I don't believe in him I don't think he's going to make a step up I, and the him being the starter I think they're going to have uh, Pickett come in sooner than later I think more than probably halfway through the season. I actually think Cincinnati's going to win this division. And Baltimore is going to still make the wild card, but I don't think they're going to win the division because they don't have enough weapons. I, I think Cincinnati is, it has too many weapons, and their schedule is so much easier. So I believe Cincy, Baltimore, Cleveland, Pitt. I can see it. I can completely see that. My thing with the Cincinnati thing is after last season and go on the run that they ran on, and doing this, I think you usually take a step back. It's very hard, and again, they are the Cincinnati Bengals. Correct. But so you also hate them, so. They're still the Cincinnati Bengals. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, James Out West. See you on the other side. Come on back. Welcome back to James featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, as always, CJ. Final segment of the evening. James Out West, Ryan Rooks on this Tuesday. You know, being a commissioner of a family league, I really should learn this is two years in a row that I've scheduled it on the Tuesday that we're in studio as opposed to the Monday that we're not in studio. So doing a draft over the phone whilst hosting a show, um, let me tell you, they're probably both subpar. I wish we would, probably have, both we would have had the video in here like we were going to plan on doing tonight because this is yeah, entertaining. Yeah, couldn't be here. The entire... Shout out, Pete. It's all good. <laughs> that commercial break was an entertaining. Uh, I wish you could have seen it, but we don't need to talk about Accidentally it. Accidentally picked a player. <laughs> it just keeps happening. He's just uh, having the time of his life with this. And uh, after being a commissioner for 22 years in our league, yeah. uh, you still don't got it down. So no. It's fine. Um, so let's get into the AFC East. So we might as well start with the Jets because I believe. Oh, the worst team in the league? Yeah. That. They're going to be at the bottom of this because they're probably, I think in the NFL rankings, they were number 32. Is that correct? Uh, yes. I think so. We'll go, um, I'll go on a limb and say, yeah. Sorry, Keith. So, okay. So, I don't see them. I mean, especially, they say that uh, Wilson might be ready for week one, right? But I don't think they're going to play him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not with a bone bruise. Not, and the, and the, the what was it, the slight tear? I wouldn't, I wouldn't play him at all. Yeah, Run no, Joe no. Flacco out there against his old team. If anybody's going to have some magic on that day, it would be Joe. that. <laughs> no, it'd be Joe Cool, that setup, going against his old team. He's never played against his old team. This could, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's anything, you really think Zach Wilson gives you a better chance of beating the Baltimore Ravens on opening day than Joe Flacco? I would oh, say you, no. Do you remember when he he bet on himself, like the same thing that the Ravens are the doing, money. and he got the money after winning the Super Bowl and then disappeared like – he, he had maybe one more decent year, but, I mean, he was drafted with Matt Ryan, I believe, same year. So just the, different, right. the differences in careers and what's still happening. I mean, because he's only, what, he's 36? So you're talking about, like— It's a lot of miles on him, though. Well, same with Tom Brady. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you're talking about these guys who have been in the trenches and way deep into the playoffs. So, yeah, it's there's— there's quarterbacks. It just depends on how you take care of your body and what you do. It's just it, it's interesting. So I don't think the Jets are going to be much of anything. And I 
Is Robert Sala on the cutting block? Are they going to give him one more year after this? No, they'll give him one more year. I think so, this. too. I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. Well, I don't think he's been given a fair shot, either. I mean, look at But you have to, they if have. you listen to him... And like the way that like he talks, and like he doesn't know about what the training schedule is for Wilson, and the and the like the t- attention to detail that you need to have as a head coach to make a huge increase. He needs time. He needs time. They need time. And maybe that's if he what can it is, instill but, the right yeah. mindset with these players and build something. Why? I mean, you're going to get somebody. Who are you getting in that's going to turn it around? Like it's not. I don't think this is a coaching thing to turn it around the Jets. It's a player personnel thing. No, correct. I think he, you give him another year and see what happens. But there's there's so many there's so many young upcomers and different minds that are in the game that we don't know about. Hey, how much you like Elijah Mitchell? I do, I like him. I think he'll be. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is there something else that like you would compare to that you I, want to draft first? No, I don't know. I'm just asking. Okay. And he's around AJ Dillon. He's around Brace Hall. They say you know. I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about the AFC East. Uh, so we'll get into New England now. They take a step back. We have Belichick who's saying you don't know anything about what we were about to show you. We don't show anything until Very the regular true. season. We said the same thing last year. They sucked what it was through the first four weeks and then kind of had yeah, that they, win- the they had that winning streak through October, November, into December. So it I don't see it happening this year. I don't know if Mac Jones is what people really thought that jumping up and getting him if that's really what it's worth i, I do you know do you think that mac jones is going to be their their quarterback for the next five six yeah 100 i do you do listen uh according to really good sources mike lombardi and a few others have said it that shanahan wanted mac jones at three was going to draft mac jones and after they started talking about it the rest of the organization was not on board with that and he basically got we want. I don't this. know of that because he, he didn't dispute fit it. Into he, didn't dis- he didn't dispute it. First off, anybody would fit into Shanahan. Shanahan can fit it into anything he wants. Correct. It, it was jo- the the Props. offense that Thank John. You. First off, the offense that John Elway ran, and a lot of other quarterbacks that have mm-hmm. been successful ran is this offense because this isn't Kyle's offense. This is his the dad's offense. Yeah, it's a, it's a spinoff going all the way back to the Niners and the eighties. I mean, it's a whole process and it, it came full circle. But like, yes, absolutely. But it's a. There's a lot of different ways you can work it. I think that Trey Lance is a better fit in this offense and what he could do with it by having more weapons and being able to get it out and doing little dumps, not just handing the ball off. I think for Trey Lance and our our Niners. But anyways, with New England, I don't think Mac Jones is going to be as much as everybody thinks he's going to be. I think they're going to end up in third in this division. Hmm. I have them also third. That's interesting. So, okay. So I have Miami second. I mean, obviously, Buffalo's number one. They have to be. I have them going 11 and six, though. I don't have them going 13 and four. Or They have a tough schedule. Look at the first six weeks of Buffalo's schedule. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but if you look at Buffalo's schedule the first six weeks, it's a murderer's row. They're on the road. They're on the road week one against the champs, who basically reloaded, minus Von Miller, who, guess what, plays for the Buffalo Bills. And Von Miller said that the Bills are more talented well, than their, their team list. You got the Rams, then you got Tennessee, then you're at the Dolphins. Win. Then you're at Baltimore. Win. Pittsburgh. Win. At Kansas City. Let's say, let's throw So you have them being five and one through the first six games? If that's the case, then there's no brain there. I would say four, I'd say at least four and two. Okay. 
I think that's a very confident statement to to go in there. I think they beat the Packers. I think they beat the Jets. Uh, Vikings could be interesting. I think they beat the Browns. I think they beat the Lions. I think they beat the Patriots. I think they beat the Jets. Dolphins could be interesting, depending on that high-powered offense and if Tua can stay in the game and, and actually deliver. But then they beat the Bears. Bengals could be interesting, and then they beat the Patriots. Yeah, like this could be a 12-13-1 team. So what do you think they're going to be, though? I'm asking you, sir. I'm going to say just because of what they have on this team, their defense got better, their offense got better, their special teams got better, and they're, uh, they have everything like going into the 90s of the four Super Bowl AFC championship teams that they had with Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, they had some studs back then. I see this, like Josh Allen has that next level mentality, and we saw that last year, I think, for the first time really, really coming out. And you watch his him in practice, man, he's happy-go-lucky, and he looks good. I think 13 games is what I would say. I'd take that. Wow, 13 games. I mean, I could Sure. I mean, yes, it could happen. 100% could happen. I think the AFC is so good, basically across the board in all four divisions, except for, like the, except for the bottom of the AFC South and the bottom of the AFC East. Everybody else is very good. Everybody else is good. Everybody else can make the playoffs. Seriously. There's, That's how yeah, good it is. So, so to me, a 13-team, a 13-game winner out of the AFC is very tough, in my opinion, because they have so many good teams that everybody's going to kind of beat up on each other. So I have the top team. Even though I didn't think going into this, I would have it being Kansas City at 12-5. and five, But I got it. Kansas City 12-5 and five is the number one overall seed in the AFC. I, I think 12 games will be the number one overall seed in the AFC because everybody's going to beat on each other. Yeah, and it's really going to come down to, to who's going to get in the playoffs. It, having the number one seed getting that bye is obviously special. That's a good thing. You don't want to go into the wild card and have that extra game. You don't want any, anybody to get hurt going into the playoffs. However... The Niners being healthy and having that run, like what what happens at the end of the season? It's just get into the playoffs and it's the next game. It's it's just win, right? So it's hard to predict, but I do see either a Buffalo, Kansas City, AFC, like one of them coming out of there. I can see it. I 100% can see it. Right now, like you know how I, my feelings, my dark horse, the Raiders, even yeah. coming out of the wild card, making it to the AFC title game. Um and in Indianapolis Colts, if I'm picking a team other than Buffalo. Okay. If I'm picking a team other than Buffalo, I would have Indy playing the Raiders in the AFC Championship game. And I could see that if, if Herbert makes this huge leap. I, I mean, mean, how big of a leap that, does he need to make, really? And I don't think it's that big of a huge leap. What's a huge leap? He threw for 35 touchdowns over 4,000 yards. Are we uh, blaming him that they didn't make it to the playoffs? I'm blaming their coach. As, as far as consistency, making sure that he's playing in, in each game, he's making smart decisions, he's not making – any interceptions, having good QBR throughout the entire season and has an MVP season, that's a big leap to me. Now, that's not maybe a huge, huge difference of what people's expectations are, but if he does that, the Chargers are going to be scary. I still see Buffalo or Kansas City. I got Chargers one in 10 games. Like I said, I, I have them making the playoffs. It, it really, I man, just there's so much that, that we're going to be able to see this season. I'm so excited. So I cannot quick, wait till Thursday. So real quick, we're shooting a podcast tomorrow morning or Thursday morning. It'll be yep. on YouTube. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on iTunes. But uh, we'll have our picks out for for week one. So we're going to go through all of our picks with against the spread. 
as we always do, as we always do. One thing that we are going to be doing uh, on CBS Sportsline, we're going to be keeping track of our picks. We'll be able to take screenshots, put them out there on the on the uh, internets, on the interwebs, all that good stuff. Instagrams. Play along with us if you want. Check out jamesoutwest.com. Make your comments. Uh, James out what J-O-W underscore R-R on the Instagram. Yes. And James then- out west on on Facebook. James out west on YouTube. James out west on Twitter. And uh, stay tuned for more ASU coverage because uh, this is going to be really awesome with uh, James being able to actually do some journalistic work. Yeah. Be I've been some articles. Listen, I've been flapping my gums for a long time. We wrote a lot it's of good papers. To write. Wrote a lot of papers for my online college degree. What? This oh, is a this is you remember this those is days? easy, bro. This is easy because it's fun. So yes, absolutely. I'm very excited. I'm two picks away in this draft. It's a complete cluster. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe the auto draft did me well. Either way, <laughs> sir, I will see you in a couple of days. We'll absolutely. get this knocked out. Week one is here. Thursday can't wait. NFL Ladies and gentlemen, is back. we are back. Yes. You've been listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix. James West, Ryan Rooks, no Pat the Stack Guy, no Aaron. Thanks, John. Still see you guys it. next week. One love.